I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. If you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some incredible music from different indigenous artists from across Turtle Island, and today it's all rock and roll. That's right, Sunburned Stone out of Albuquerque, New Mexico has been a band since about 2015. However, founding members Andrew Wilson and Daryl Young have been playing in various projects off and on for the last 20 years. This Deneb band found its completion when Nicole Chochi joined up, and we are talking about two of their albums today. It's kind of a double feature. When I reached out to Andrew, I wanted to just talk about El Navajo, and he mentioned to me that on the anniversary of their first album's release, they have a new project called Fifth World that you got to check out. This band, they're messengers from the rock gods that rock and roll is very much alive, and we're going to be kicking things off with the song that got my attention by way of the one and only legendary Keith Sakola, the song's Four Corners from El Navajo, and you're listening to Gino.
Corners from Sunburnt Stonesell Navajo. It's the track that caught Keith Sokola's attention. Of course, uh, one of his recommendations for me, and that ultimately led Sunburnt Stone and Andrew Wilson to Gino. Right here, right now. Welcome back. If you're just now tuning in, it's your host, Brett Maybe, checking in with you. And I'm excited to do a little bit of a getting to know you with Andrew Wilson, the primary singer-songwriter uh, of the band Sunburnt Stone. Greetings. How are you doing today, Andrew? Yeah, it's a everybody out there who's listening. This is Andrew Buzzy Wilson from Sunburnt Stone. I'm doing great today. Just got a little bit of a cold. I'm glad to hear that it's nothing, you know, too major. You got to stay healthy right now. There's so much going on. Um, uh, But uh, of course, I'm glad that you're well. I'm excited to talk about not only El Navajo, but uh, the album that's getting dropped this week, Fifth World, and it's kind of a little bit of a split feature. But before we get into talking about particulars of these projects, uh, let's get to know you a little bit better. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I, uh, I'm i Navajo, grew up in Arizona and New Mexico, Four Corners region of the United States, and uh, been playing music since I was like 10 years old. Very much influenced by where I come from, the Southwest region mesas and desert type scenery canyon land i uh pattern a lot of what i do off of what i'm familiar with now that's definitely like western style music the mix of like country blues rock spanish style you love it all yes yes definitely it's uh been a long journey uh since i've been playing because my influence has have kept changing the, the older that i get and you know every every type of music I'm really into. It's just this depends on uh, what what the time is and what comes across my way. Sure, kind of a different foods for different moods kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, when we were getting caught up, I was struck by uh, how many of the mutual musicians uh, that we know and have interacted with, and uh, it really became apparent to me that you had a a great view, an insider's view, on this emerging Native American music scene back in, I guess, we're, we're going back to about the mid-'90s now, yeah? Yes, yes. I, I got to share a stage with a lot of uh, bands like Blackfire and... Uh, coalition back in the day and uh you know the shows back when i was younger like in my 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 teens there really wasn't much happening so i think a lot of kids like my age we would just get together and then start start playing music because where we were at like in arizona there wasn't really anything and we we would play music just to make the time pass by and it turned into you know starting bands and just 
you know, everybody met everybody during that time, it seems like. But that that ability to be free and, you know, just do what you do, I think that developed into something bigger later. And you've developed these relationships and maintained them over the years. Uh, you were mentioning that uh, you still, I guess, semi-regularly, at least before COVID, uh, got to collaborate a little bit with Klee uh, Benali of Blackfire, yeah? Oh, yes, yes. Like, I haven't talked to him for many years, but we did a show. He sort of, like, you know, was a huge influence on me back then. And uh, I got him to get rolling on playing again. So we did a show right before COVID had happened, and it was pretty cool to see him, like, 15 or so years later out on stage. And, you know, it's it's almost like we push each other to keep going. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, you know, I was mentioning to you that the Benalis are, are some of my favorite guests to have on. I actually haven't had Clee on the show yet, but uh, I talk with Janita and Clayson quite regularly. And uh, every time we talk, I, I love uh, the images that they're able to conjure and, and their sense of storytelling. And uh, I, I really do feel like I also kind of get transported a little bit down into that Southwest region. And uh, your music very much resembles that sound as well. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about Sunburn Stone now. So, uh, you know, let, let's talk about the band. You and Daryl Young have been more or less uh, working together off and on since, uh, it's my understanding, 2001, thereabouts? Actually, Daryl and I met each other in 1999. And uh, when we first started playing music, so at that time, there was only other musicians that were inter- interested in like heavy metal style on the reservation. Either you play heavy metal style or you play like country and Western. Oh yeah. And uh, Daryl and I, Daryl, he was, he was born in um, New Mexico, but grew up out in California and Huntington beach. And we just, we just met each other by total accident. He's Navajo as well. But um, we started playing heavy, like a, started a heavy metal band called systematic shock and that was the late 90s and it it didn't pan out too well we uh did i can't even tell you how many shows in like four years and i think we went through like 22 people but we just basically gave up because nothing ever really happened out of that we went on a 10-year sabbatical from that point and i had contacted daryl Later on, I was living in Colorado at the time, but I uh, told him, I was like, let's do this music thing again, but let's go at it with a different um, perspective and mind frame. And we decided to just do something that was a little bit easier and play like rock and sort of like acoustic stuff. And he was living in Phoenix at the time. And we just, you know, somehow both ended up in Albuquerque and uh, started playing this different type of music the spaghetti western i mean that's that's what some people describe our our sound style as it sort of came about when when i was young um i used to uh watch old western movies with my grandfather because that's the only thing we could get out on the reservation and for me that that type of music just stuck with me inside my head but when i hear when i hear music i Usually, you know, I always revert back to that sound. At this time, we're going to get a little bit back into the music, and we'll come back and and talk a little bit more about how the band started to gel and and come into its present incarnation as well. 
If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Gyno. I'm your host, Brett Maybe I'm joined online with Andrew Wilson, the singer-songwriter of the band Sunburnt Stone out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, when I was setting up the show today, uh, it was originally just going to be a feature about El Navajo, which as of this week is one year old now. And Andrew brought it to my attention that uh, there's a special surprise. They have some uh, stuff planned and they're releasing an album on the anniversary of El Navajo's release. So I thought, well, we have to turn this into a little bit of a double feature now. So uh, we're going to hear one more from El Navajo. And this one is uh, one that I I found getting uh, caught in my mind a little bit. I I was running over and over with the melody. It's a fun track. It's every single second. And then we're going to switch gears to talk about the new album a little bit. Fifth World is the name of the release. And uh, more information coming your way in just a few. We're also going to pay homage to some of Andrew's inspirations that he was mentioning. Blackfire's Common Ground is coming up in this block. Also have one from Coalition. That's Tony Rosales' band uh, around that same time as well. And of course, you know we got to get one on from a man, Keith Sokola. He's the reason why we're here in the first place talking right now about Sunburn Stone. So at this time, you're cordially invited to turn it up and sing along with every single second today on Gyno.
Yat Air, we are Stehausen. And you are rocking out to Gyno with Brett Maybe.
Blackfire featuring Cyril Neville. That's Common Ground. Winding down that block of fantastic Native Americana tunes today on Gyno. If you're just not tuning in, it's your host, Brett Maybe, checking in with you. I'm joined on the line with Andrew Wilson, the singer-songwriter of the Navajo band Sunburnt Stone. They hail out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And as I was mentioning before the break, today is going to be a little bit of a double feature as uh, the timing just couldn't have worked out better. As of this week, they have a brand new album coming out, and uh, we're going to talk about their new release, Fifth World, and that's going to be the remainder of the tracks featured from the band today. Uh, When we did leave off, we were talking a little bit about Andrew and Daryl's collaborations over the years. They took a 10-year hiatus uh, after about the mid-2000s. They reformed in 2015. And uh, it's my understanding you guys had a little bit of a hard time finding uh, or keeping a steady drummer anyway that wanted to commit until Nicole came around, yeah? Yes, yes. Nicole, I met um, when I right after I graduated college at uh, Fort Lewis and Durango. Um, she was doing a heavy metal show up there, and I just met her by calling in one time. But she was pretty cool, and uh, she vibed with us pretty well. And uh, she's originally from Gallup, New Mexico, but uh, it just there's there's like a magical connection between her and Daryl and myself, and. Uh, I think that's where the the life from our band and the, the magic happens is like when we get all get together and start doing something together. Nicole's a, a big part of the creative process that Daryl and I go through. Uh, would you say that uh, your other bandmates are just as uh, uh, widely influenced from various genres as you are? Are you all bringing a smorgasbord of music to the table? Yes. We all list, listen to different things at different times, and we share our music to each other every now and then. Oh. I mean, even though I'm like age 41 now, I still have the same energy as when I was 16 when, you know, a band I like comes out with a new album. I wait for it. I anticipate it. And, you know, it's just like the countdown happens, and when, when it's released, I just have to get it. It's so much fun. And, again, not only because... Uh, again, I can pick your brain from the perspective at which you were in the Native American music scene in the Southwest in the mid-90s and everything like that. But also because, you know, let's face it, every now and then people like to talk about rock and roll being dead. And that's always the uh, the ever-present question, right, is rock and roll dead? And Sunburn Stone is out there saying it's still just as exciting, still just as raw, and can still be just as much fun, too. Man, you just blew my mind by just saying that. The reason why that I decided to play after 10 years of not playing, I really felt like music music was getting, I I, I don't know what the exact word for it would be, almost like it, it, it wasn't progressing, like people were just copying each other, yeah. and nobody was creating their own style. The reason why I initially wanted to start playing music again and we started Sunburnt Stone was I wanted to give something back to, you know, the younger generations, humanity. I try to write my, my albums, everything that I do, like a journey that's like one hour long. I feel today's music is, you know, like they people make a song and they do it all for money or all for fame. When I grew up, I remember listening to The Doors or Pink Floyd or 
you know, and you just put on like an album and you can jam the thing for one hour and it takes you to a different place, you know, oh, yeah. away from your troubles, your work, whatever's telling you in life. But that's ultimately my goal with what, what I want to produce with every album I, I release from now on. Well, that's definitely evident. And I love the playfulness that you can tell is clearly there between the three of you. And, and not only that, like the interesting sounds uh, that are being produced. I, I find myself listening like on Red Red Sun, like, man, what is that? Oh, that's cool. I wonder how they're doing. You know, and, and, and again, that's just that that playful nature that in my opinion, anyway, rock and roll is supposed to kind of embody, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, that's a great first album uh, from Sunburnt Stone, and, and let's talk about the new one now. If, if you're down for it, let's talk about Fifth World. Okay, well, with Fifth World, I wanted to take a little bit of a different direction than El Navajo. Since El Navajo has more of a straightforward, that uh, spaghetti western rock type sound, I wanted Fifth World to be sort of a takeoff of that, but be more like like one of my big influences growing up was like psychedelic music. Oh yeah. So you'll hear definitely a lot of experimental psychedelic creative type sounds in it. I like to uh mess with the listener's head <laughs> if you if you can follow me. But I, I experiment. I do a little bit of opera on there. I do a little bit of like, it's almost like poetry. But then there's there's still aspects of rock. There's still aspects of that southwestern sound on it. Cool. Well, I'm excited to help introduce the sophomoric release for listeners today on Gyno. And uh, well, let's set the stage. We're going to get back into the music right now. And uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Freeway. Uh, that's going to be the next track we're listening to. Please uh, let the listeners know what they're going to hear. The song's basically about, you know, going through life and finding your way, your path in life. And once you get there, going back and trying to find home again. <laughs> like going forward in reverse, like Ozzy said. Oh, yeah, I love it. We're going to get right back and wrap up our conversation in just a few. We have a lot more great tunes coming your way before our time with you is up. As a matter of fact, uh, Mickey Free has a new album coming out here and just, uh, well, I think right around the same time as well. Turquoise Blue is the name of the release. He's already released by 2020 in advance of the CD release. So I got one from Mickey coming on. We're going to hear from Keith Sokola, Jesse Ed Davis, and coming at you right now from Sunburned Stone's brand new album, Fifth World. You ought to sing along with this song. It's Freeway, and you're listening to Gyno.
Keith Sakola in the Shinnecott. You're listening to Gyno with Brent, maybe. So strong, staring down at your 
Coalition, one of my guest recommendations today. It's on his playlist. And, uh, of course, we were talking about some of Andrew Wilson's uh, influences growing up in the Southwest. And uh, welcome back. You're listening to Gyno. I'm your host, Brett Maybe. I'm joined once again on the line with Andrew Wilson of Sunburnt Stone. Uh, we're talking about their uh, first release, El Navajo, which came out approximately a year ago now, almost to the day even. And we're also helping to introduce their latest release, Fifth World, as well. And we have a little bit more time to catch up. Uh, uh, once again, congratulations on a great new album. It's fun to see the band not wanting to be stuck in any one certain genre. You know, I love that too. Uh, to me, that's all rock and roll. Uh, you were mentioning you had uh, a particular kind of ambiance on the first album, and then you went a little bit of a different direction, a lot more of the psychedelic influence on Fifth World. And uh, you were even letting me know on the break that uh, you've been super busy. Once the pandemic hit, you just hit the ground running and started uh, just writing, writing, writing. Yeah. Yes, I'm actually into the fourth album right now. Um, the third one is being mastered. Daryl does all the mastering and fine tuning, and uh, when it's ready, we'll we'll figure out a date to release it. But I just hit this point in my life that I decided to do as much as I can and just give it all I got, release everything that's inside of me. Because if I just have my songs inside my head you know if i ever leave this earth they're gonna leave with me if they're not recorded you, get a, you gotta get them down yes definitely answer me this then how is this third release going to differ from the previous two the third release has more of like a folky acoustic hmm. vibe to it i would say you know there's still i want to say probably two 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 rock songs on it yeah but it it follows the same pattern, you know. The, the the third album is basically gonna be a play off my life, forty years of like, you know, living. But it it's it's sort of like an introspective, like a singer songwriter vibe, I guess, sure. to it. One of the things that is so fun for me within the Native American music scene, generally speaking anyway, is that often I encounter artists who aren't just uh, recording, you know, disparate songs and slapping them together. Uh, a lot of times I feel like there's some world building going on. There's, there's a whole lot of depth into the art as well. And, uh, I was wondering if you could, uh, just expound a little bit on that, because as you were saying, uh, there are some commonalities or some threads that tie the albums all together too. Yeah. Yes. Every, everything that I've do is a journey and it, it, it constantly changes you know as as human beings i think we we go through different moods and stages in our life you know there's there's a stage where you're born and you don't know anything but you're discovering the world and you know as as you progress you, you develop different abilities different views different you know it, it changes through life sure. so like when you're an adult you, you have a different attitude or where it should gonna be and you know yeah and when you're old you definitely see the world a different way you have more experience but i i, I feel that music's the same way or it's it's all like this long journey and you know when you listen to like a lot of classic bands and stuff you can hear like how they progress and 
things change, you know, just de- mm. depending on where they're at in their journey. Yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, for a great conversation today and, and helping me to get Sunburn Stone out there a little bit as well, because, uh, again, I get excited when I feel like, you know, I, I get to be a part of that process of helping to introduce uh, great artists to listeners. And I, I certainly feel that that's the case today. I can't thank Keith Sokola enough for recommending you and your music and uh, for your recommendations today as well. It's It's been great to uh, revisit some of your memories growing up in this vibrant music scene that started to emerge in the mid-90s because it's important to remember where the modern Native American music scene also came along, uh, came from as well. So uh, thank you once again. Um, as we get ready to wrap up here, I guess my last question for you is where can people find more of you in Sunburnt Stone at? We are on all the major media platforms, Amazon, Spotify, YouTube Music, Apple Music, etc. We're also on a lot of the social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and we have our own website. It's uh, sunburnstone.com. That's right. Go check out sunburnstone.com. I can't wait to get you on the phone and, and talk a little bit more about upcoming Sunburn Stone projects. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on your show. And I definitely encourage all the Native and other Indigenous artists all over the United States, North America, South America, and the world, you know, I encourage all of you to push yourselves, live your dreams, make that music.
For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible Indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. Hello, this is Andrew Wilson from Sunburn Stone, and you're listening to Gyno with Brett Maybe. I've been driving in my Indian car To the pound of the wheels drumming in my brain My dash is dusty, my plates are expired Please, Mr. Officer, let me explain I got to make it to a powwow tonight I'll be singing 49 down by the riverside Looking for sugar, riding in my Indian car Got my T-bird in the glove box, I ain't got no spare Got a feather from an eagle, I ain't got no care The road is empty in my bottle of desire Daylight is breaking, the sun touches fire I got to make another powwow tonight I'll be singing 49 down by the riverside Looking for sugar, riding in my Indian car Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.